This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. I'm told that Tori is joining us on uh, the line. Uh, so, yeah, let's welcome him uh, on. Tori, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, good morning. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Hope everyone is doing all right. Yeah, no, everything is well, man. We're hoping that you are good. Uh, and yeah, we're doing it one last time for the year. It's an exciting one. I'm looking forward to just reflecting with you. I was saying to Sandile here, Sandile is with us uh, for the week. And I was saying to him uh, that, you know, we need to think of those big stories uh, for the year. Mm. Uh, one of those that stood out uh, for the year, maybe something that comes uh, to the top of your head, looking at how the year uh, was. I mean, it, it's just like the other day when we started and it was the first uh you know uh, news rep for uh, the year and we find ourselves here at Flores still pushing man undoubtedly so uh, good morning uh, as well and really it's 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 an amazing thing and i think when we started in 2023 well when we started at the beginning of mm. this year with the news rep we certainly didn't anticipate that things would go the way that they did mm. and what it felt like mm. and at some point i think we also found ourselves dealing and delving into more uh, you know, more negative things, more so, mm. and then and finding a good story or a few good story was always that much more difficult, that much more challenging mm. in the space. Uh, you know, between load shedding and the political instability that our country has, to so many other things, to Nandi Palatabo, yes, so um. uh, it's been quite a lot. But I think uh, the great the great thing to be able to take from all of this is really just the grace that has been able to keep us mm-hmm. safe thus far and uh, all things considered we're grateful for that yeah yeah no most definitely i mean yeah i think more than anything else we try by all means to balance it out uh, to bring uh, you know our listeners here a little bit of good news but Sure, we're living in a world where my, there's just a lot of bad, bad, bad and, and bad cells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you find uh, most of the time as, uh, you know, having to really, really also uh, deliver the bad news. We found ourselves having to uh, navigate all of these stages of load shedding in the year uh, that was. I was saying to Sandile that also one of the things that would go uh, down uh, the history books in the year 2023 in terms of what came out of this year is uh, the uh, number of new political parties that were formed in the year. Uh, just in the lead up to the 2024 uh, elections, Oslebu in the open line there, also saying to us, Chloe, that uh, it's really going to be the longest ballot that we have ever seen uh, in South Africa. Looking at the elections next year, where those new formations, new political parties are concerned. But I want us to start by, you know, let's 
go into the weekend uh, that was and uh, maybe start there and then we'll go into uh, some of these stories that caught our attention but uh, let, let's talk about uh, this big announcement that we were anticipating over the weekend uh, where we had in the lead up uh, you know the former president uh, saying that He's going to Soweto. He's going to be giving a press briefing, a lot of speculations. Other people saying that he's going to jump ship. He's moving to the EFF. And he comes through to say that, no, he is actually still a member of the ANC. But then he finds himself really not uh, in any way in favor of the ANC of Ramaphosa, uh, this ANC that we're speaking of right now. And he's decided that he's going to be, uh, you know, campaigning and endorsing and even giving his ex to Mkondowesi's um, political party. Let's talk about uh, the former president. <laughs> well, uh, certainly former president Jacob Zuma making a rather profound, if you will, in the greatest scheme of things, statement uh, against his political home. Uh, this is, of course, off of the heels of uh, another former AMC member, of course, Carl Meehouse, uh, stating his party, Aretta, is now officially <clears throat> joining the EFF. And so this announcement coming on the 16th of December, Day of Reconciliation, uh, the announcement having certainly come from uh, the Jacob Zuma uh, Foundation around this, you know, this very essence of former president and former president of both the ruling party and of the country, making this big announcement uh, you know, that was described as him making announcement that would shape the political landscape and the political future uh, of South Africa. And certainly a lot of speculation came now. The interesting and ironic thing is that this is also an announcement that came off of the ANC uh, manifesto review uh, that was uh, taking place in at the Albert Civic Center, which ended, I believe, on Friday. And so this was something that, uh, you know, even found its way onto the desk of, former, of the president, sorry, uh, in so far as, uh, you know, people being able to get commentary for him, with the president actually saying that we will await his commentary. He has been made to make commentary, and so we will receive the commentary and wait to hear what he has to say. Uh, and so you can already tell that, you know, there was, there was an expectation uh, from the current NC leadership around what will take place. Now, in him leading up to this and in him sharing what is what uh, the president said, that I cannot and will not, former president, I cannot and will not campaign for the ANC of Ramaphosa, my conscience uh, will not allow me to lie to the people of South Africa and pretend that the ANC of Ramaphosa was the one of the late uh, former ANC leaders uh, such as Lutuli, Tambo, and Mandela. Uh. He further added that he turned down a request from some of the ANC leaders who had asked him to campaign for the party next year to help them uh, emerge victorious. Now, of course, this is a bit of a 
uh, many perceive it to be a blow for the ANC and KZN, uh, who certainly uh, its leadership working uh, and banking on the fact that they would use the former president's popularity, especially in the region, uh, to be able to garner support uh, to emerge victorious, more specifically, you know, with the worries uh, that are seen with the if you will, the emergence or the re-emergence and uh, re-imagining of the IFP in KZN and certainly running the risk of making things a little shaky. Uh, but it certainly is a deviation from what normative, uh, you know, Star Wars, if you will, or former leaders uh, of the ANC would often do. Uh, certainly we do know that number of Star Wars So many others have stood in direct and in public, in direct uh, contrast to the party and stood out and spoken against the ills that they believe have, you know, challenged the party, played the party, made the party an an unstable environment. And yet in this instance, the former president uh, did not do that per se, but simply just wrote that whilst he would remain a member of the ANC, his at the most is to know that he's a member, but he will not, uh, you know, uh, cast his vote or campaign for the ANC in any way whatsoever. And we thus find ourselves with where we are right now with the formation of this Mkwanzaa party, uh, which in and of itself uh, has already raised a lot of eyebrows. Let me bring in Sandile. Sandile, what, mm-hmm. what do you make of uh, this uh, new political party? And uh, in the lead-up to the announcement by uh, the former president or uh, that announcement of the announcement, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, where we were going in the lead-up to uh, the weekend, uh, what was your reading? I mean, uh, this is one person that we saw, you know, announced as uh, someone that was in the fold now of Sanko mm-hmm. as one of their leaders, uh, this being the former president, uh, Jacob Zuma. But we're seeing him now more or less laying bare at the fictional battles within the ANC. Yeah, I think for me it was a, a thing of before you were, try, we were trying to just read the space of where exactly is he going to go, mm-hmm. right? Uh, before the 16th, of course. We we're trying to just to understand what is he going to say? What is he going to speak about? Is mm-hmm. he leaving the ANC? Is he starting a new political party? And I think people shifted more towards the EFF because Carl Niehaus yeah. uh, joined EFF, I think on Thursday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I think it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but or th- yeah, Thursday afternoon, actually. And I think for me, it's, it's quite interesting him then taking something that's part of the ANC. I mean, we know that the MK, MKVA was part of the is the arm of the ANC yeah. and then now another arm of uh, the ANC has its own smaller Nyana party yeah. which is which is shows that um, it, it's actually he's not going far from the ANC but he's just leaving the ANC because it's mm-hmm. drama process ANC and it was interesting for him to say that because for me him saying mm-hmm. that is like he in in a way insulted 
the president, uh, the president of the ANC, I should yeah. say, because um, I think on the manifesto, Figilem Balula said, um, an insult to the president is an insult to, to the organization. The organization. Yeah. And with him saying that, saying, calling it the Ramaphosa's mm. ANC, it's like he's poking the bear and wanting yeah. to see what are they going to do. A lot of people also saying he's daring them to mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm, fire me, mm-hmm. expel me, uh, you know, and then that would be consequential for the organization if they do that because it, others even saying that it's seemingly a trap mm-hmm. uh, because then they're going to lose favor. People will be saying, uh, you know, they, we, we, yeah, they can't afford to expel him mm-hmm. at this point in time. Uh, but also, you know, him saying the ANC of Ramaphosa, it's, it's just weird because this is one person that served under him, uh, you know, as his deputy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when he was the president of the ANC and of the country. Mm-hmm. So that was not the ANC of Zuma at the time. Yeah, It was the ANC See. as an organization mm-hmm. on his own. But now I think he is of the assertion that since Ramaphosa then uh, took over, remember also he did not uh, leave his office Zuma on his yeah, own yeah, accord yeah. Mm-hmm. voluntarily mm-hmm. saying that he's leaving I'm the done, office. Yes. He left the office under that cloud uh, and Ramaphosa then stepped in and then there was this new dawn of some sort to say this change mm-hmm. uh, that is coming within mm-hmm. South Africa, uh, within the organization, out with the old, in with the new and we're seeing him saying this particular new is a new that has drawn further away from what the ANC stands for mm-hmm. is for he mentioned white monopoly capital uh but you know in that statement mm-hmm. uh, he mentions uh you know people like Gotambos and the likes uh, you know those that have come before or saying that they would not associate or in any way want to be linked to uh, this particular ANC that we have now let me go to you know, Jonathan, uh, who's calling us uh, from Jericho in the Northwest, uh, who's also concerned about uh, what is happening here. Is happening? Jericho, uh, uh, please help us with uh, just taking your, your radio down a bit. Uh, and also, we see you worried about this accession of the ANC of Ramaphosa. Welcome to the show. Morning, uh, morning guys. How are you? Good, good, man. How are you doing, Jericho? Uh, oh, Jonathan? Uh, right, man. <laughs> yeah, man, man, I'm worried uh, with what is happening at the, at the ANC, guys. Yeah. But I'm putting the blame more on Ramapos. Mm. The, I think now the ANC has, is going down because of Ramaphosa. He's always silent. He's not taking things very serious. Mm. Mm. And once you, you become a father, then your children become ill-disciplined. Mm then you won't control our kids again. Mm, mm, Ramaphosa mm. is just so silent about the issues of corruption. She can't even give a warning to the whole country, guys. This is not right. What is this? I saw, I saw, yesterday I saw Botswana uh, and Namibia. They are building their own railway line for, for mm. the Koreas to go to the shores just because they are blaming South Africa because they can't trust me, they cannot deliver their goods. Mm. Everything is going down under Ramaphosa, but he's not addressing the, the, these issues very serious. Well, what what happened to the new dawn, Jonathan? We were all excited. I, think, uh, I mean, I when think, when he, he think, got into the office, uh, this gentleman. I think we 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 expected a lot from him, but nothing nothing came up. Mm. Came up from this thing. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, so, so, so where, where, where do you see this then uh, taking the ANC? Because seemingly now uh, there's MK and this ANC, and then we have these elections next year. No, they won't make it next year, the ANC. They won't make it. Really, I think it's a downfall of the ANC. This is, we will, it has to campaign with other small parties to gain the, 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 the majority, but alone it won't mm. make it. Do you think that, uh, you know, we have mechanisms within the ANC that are also set up there to even hold uh, the president of the party to account, uh, your integrity commission and the likes, uh, have they seemingly failed? Uh, if we are hearing him mentioning issues like Bopalapala, because that's what he said. He mentioned it in, in his speech uh, around Palapala. I, lo- I just lost uh, Jonathan there. But uh, these are the things that he mentioned as well, uh, you know, Tlohi, in his speech there, uh, when he was uh, talking about these developments and his move to support uh, the MK there, it, it's seemingly him saying that uh, the processes within the ANC have failed uh, to deal with issues of corruption and the likes. Uh, some of the uh, things that are attributed even to uh, the president himself through Palapala and other matters. Well, really, it's a, it's a very tricky one because it really finds ourselves or it finds, it lends itself to this of uh, the pot calling the kettle black uh. and, you know, creating this essence of uh, I, I was better and yes, we know that uh, how can I put this? We know it always be that, that, that level of egotism, especially when you consider um, you know, the history uh, of these two men, but uh, from the, the, the greatest scheme of things, uh, unfortunately, as much as we may have short memories, we don't forget that easily in so far as um, how is it that in the term in which you served, this man was good enough to be your second in command, to arguably be your right hand, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, defending even yourself uh, when when met, when met with uh, immense amounts of scrutiny, and then finding yourself now being directly against and opposing, which is, is really something that as far as former presidents are concerned, really changes uh, things. And this move really is a, 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 a power play to be able to say, well, others have come out critiquing you and you know you've done all this, so now let's see what is it exactly that you can do to me. And I think it, it, it really runs the risk of, it can do one of two things, it can either fracture the ruling party or it can really just be a small bump in the road uh, because certainly there, there seems to be portions of selective uh, amnesia uh, in terms of some of uh, the, the developments, you know, how most of the work on the Integrity Commission and I think the establishment thereof really came about as a result of some of the transgressions or some of the things that transpired under uh, former President Zuma's uh, 
you know, terms. Some of uh, the things that came around were really endemic to this term that further established themselves uh, now more than ever. So you really find this announcement and the, the, the very utterances made uh, creating an intertwined uh, web of sorts which many will begin the process of nitpicking at uh, based on such uh, comments, you know, with many now starting to believe. I mean, there was a tweet following the announcement by Derek Anagom that uh, perhaps now the ANC will have more people vote for it next year as a result of the fact that one of its uh, uh, worst uh, proponents, uh, you know, is now straying support away from the NCUs. So, you know, that bit of, a, uh, that bit of an assertion that uh, if you're not going to be affiliated to us, perhaps then it will make things easier for us to run the strength from the people that you had uh, initially or your presence had initially. Uh, you know, been a, a, a distraction and a detractor too. Uh, but it, 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 it's really a confused and confusing uh, development, really. Also, when you consider that this MK party actually does not necessarily have any ties to the actual MK, and as a result, uh, as no ties to even the Veterans Association, which is still a wing of, you know, the ANC. So you're finding yourself and we're finding ourselves with the challenge of actively having to deal with, uh, you know, this, this mess or this uh, lack of identity, if you will. And I think that in and of itself will be a rather interesting thing in the greatest scheme of things. What do you think this does then to an electorate, Sandile, someone that maybe probably, uh, because the ANC is still continuing, I think this weekend uh, they were also continuing, just wrapping up their manifesto, 2019 uh, manifesto review. We see them still saying that they are set to, uh, you know, come out victorious in the year uh, 2024. I see the president saying the ANC is in full election mode as we speak right now, meaning that they are positioning themselves to come out victorious in 2024, seemingly not phased by uh, this announcement by uh, the former president. Do you think it will be an injustice on their end if they downplay uh, this announcement or uh, they will need to also go on a rampant voter education as well Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of, you know, more or less solidify what they've been trying to achieve in these 2019 manifesto reviews uh, to say to the electorates that uh, we are still the party of choice uh, we may have faltered here and there uh, but come 2024 uh, trust us trust us as uh, the political party for the coming five years uh, so that we can continue doing uh, best in terms of what we've promised uh, you in these manifestos that we would present uh, to you, is the electorate someone that is confused right now uh, following that announcement by the former president, according to you? I think um, I think it'll firstly, the ANC, it'll be unjust for them not to mm. say anything or to do anything about this. Because also, it's uh, for I feel now they're in a position of damn if you do, damn if you don't. Mm. So it's damn if you 
do do something about it because um, uh, Jacob Zuma acted against the, some of the party policies. Mm. And then, then if you don't cause, then if there are people uh, electorate, as you said, they're looking from the outside and trying to see what's going to happen. Because now this person broke some of the policies and you're doing nothing about it. And what does that mean about the party? Can you actually in then what's going to happen if someone or the next person breaks some of the policies? I, mm. Are you still going to sit back and watch? So it says a lot. And I think now we're sort of studying them carefully on how they're going to react mm. towards uh, this announcement and what they actually are going to say. Because I think now they're still trying to, trying to they're quite because they, I believe that they're trying to strategize and mm. think, come up with the best solution, the best way to go about it and in to know what exactly how to do. I think the president before... Um, this announcement, he said, we'll note it. We'll note what the president says. And he sounded like he, he has, that's what he, he sounded like he's, he, he's so nonchalant about this entire situation. Yeah. But now, now that we know what, uh, what he's, what the uh, former president stands now, it's a thing of, oh, we want to see what you guys are going to do and how you guys are going to, um, to actually campaign. Cause he said, we people keep undermining the ANC, but mm. what exactly are you going to do and how are you going to try to actually get back some of the, voters you lost the, uh, this past weekend because we it's very important to understand that the former president is quite influential mm. and with how he, what he says people will some people i will definitely follow what, what anything that he says i mean we've seen with the july andres for instance he also said they were inevitable um mm. so 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 it's it, it's important i think the it's important for them to act in their best interest but it's difficult to know what is the best interest because also you want to keep you, you it's it's you want to measure if you do are you losing more voters or if you don't are you losing more voters mm. on the other hand mm. so it's a them if you do them if you don't so so Tlori, they've been tested uh, by far uh, one would say that uh, this is the biggest test uh, that the ANC has ever uh, you know faced uh, we've seen uh, even people like your uh, Julius Malema moving to form their own party. Uh, you know, it didn't really then move the party that much cope uh, the likes. Uh, you know, there have been a lot of people that have left uh, the ANC to go form uh, their own uh, political parties in this regard. Uh, but the timing also of the announcement of this is something that it can't just be noted as a by the way, meaning that uh, the ANC will have to go back to the drawing board here and try to come up with a strategy that would say to the electorates that they still remain the party of choice uh, come 2024 because this is definitely going to have an impact, especially looking at uh, what many have termed also as the rural votes mm -hmm. and the likes, mm -hmm. those people that still believe in the ANC of Msholozi, of Mandela and, 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 uh, you know, they are probably the most confused right now as, uh, you know, more or less some people votes for personalities True. more than the party uh, per se. Uh, so when you look at it, Tlori, just noting it, uh, will it really work uh, for or the ANC or, or right now they should be working on a rigorous uh, counter strategy uh, that would uh, then uh, in any way make uh, this controversy so as a by the way party uh, that uh, really when you look at it we don't even know uh, who is leading this structure and the likes as we speak uh, right now and and one would say that if you were to say that you were you want to stand a better chance 
at winning the heart of the electorate. It can't start a couple of months before uh, the elections here. Uh, so, 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 what is your reading of, uh, you know, where to uh, from here in terms of what we've seen come out of Umkonto and 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 how then the ANC then also moves in this particular regard because they want to come back in, into the the governing seat. Well, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm laughing because there's a saying, you know, uh, you know that Batrawahole would often say, I can so say, can laugh, I can so get it on a man of you know, and I think to a great extent uh, <clears throat> that is the nature to which. Uh, the, the ruling party would probably want to fight or is probably saying uh, in its state tank. But it's notwithstanding the challenges that do come with this and you, you underestimate the role and the power of such a uh, of such a move by former president at your own peril. But similarly so uh, what many forget, and I think it is a wise move on the part of Carl Newhouse uh, to have joined the USF, is that ultimately all you are doing is you are not stopping, if you will, the ANC from power, but you're really just uh, a hundred of you nearly eating away at, you know, a certain portion. So let's say of the 52% for argument's sake that the ANC would have won uh, all these newly formed parties, uh, especially of former ANC members, uh, how can I put this? Are eating away at of that fifty-two percent? They're all eating away at that two percent. And let's say there's five of them uh, eating away at two percent. Yes, it's weak and slightly, but it hasn't given you any more power than the other one because from that space, none of us has an outright uh, right to say that I am better than I am higher than I have more power than in my structure and as a result thereof it really just creates a bigger mess now as you've rightfully said uh, the time between now and certainly the the, the, the generally publicly perceived uh, date for elections it's quite minimal uh, and there's, there's a lot of resources that go into actually staking a good enough and a powerful enough uh, political campaign to be able to contest. Now, of course, you don't underestimate, as you say, the, the, the effect and the charm that comes with, uh, you know, President Jacob Zuma. But similarly so, it's a very tall ask, especially when you consider that at this point, uh, the only thing about the MK Party is exactly that the fact that it is uh, the MK party, but to this extent, many would not 
be able to actively um, express as to who's in charge, what the party does, what the party represents. And as a result, it, it, it could find itself, you know, imploding. Uh, it can derail, uh, but certainly not to the extent that many would believe. And so I think it's really a matter of uh, being cautious and not overextending one's hand. Uh, but truthfully, I think the overall impact uh, of this would not reach the magnitude or the level to which many would uh, believe. And as a result thereof, I think it's, it's, it's the best of both worlds. And I think that the, the biggest issue certainly is ideally the fact that uh, the ballot will probably be much longer than before, but really... Um, you know the patterns and how they will progress accordingly. And so as a result uh, thereof, it's, 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 it's a catch. Pretty true, I think, as as, as Sandila had already uh, alluded to earlier, it's to be able to say it could be a knock, but contextually, is it a knock to us nationally or is it just a smaller knock uh, in KZN? Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, politics, politics, politics. Uh, we're still going to talk at length about uh, all of these political parties, new, old, what's on offer <laughs> and the likes as we go into the elections uh, next year. Uh, but this was another one, uh, one of those that uh, one would say that if we're talking about uh, the best way, the banger to end the year, uh, this was it. Uh, I mean, I was taking a reflection as well as to where was I last year around this time, uh, what was happening. And I remember it was uh, the ANC, they had their conference and instead of people celebrating uh, the festive season, we're talking politics and politics doesn't want to go away. Even now during the festive season, we still find ourselves talking uh, politics when some sort of work at you know what I mean? And talk about nice things, jingle bells and the likes. Uh, but no, man, politics uh, will, will, will remain uh, politics. I want us to uh, break a bit uh, from the politics, Chloe, and with the time that we have left, uh, just reflect on those stories that came out of uh, the year uh, that was, and no doubt uh, the uh, spring box, uh, they remain one of the uh, big stories of 2023, especially looking at the fact that uh, just on Friday, we had uh, that public holiday uh, pronounced by the president. Uh, for some people, it was a long weekend uh, because of the fact that uh, we have a bunch of winners in our shores. Uh, the Springboks, uh, they they would likely go uh, down in the history books as one of the most storytellers or one of the biggest stories uh, to come out of 2023. 
undoubtedly so what a year it has been and certainly when we think of uh, the top newsmakers of 2023 definitely mm-hmm. top of the list or one of the top stories around that certainly is the Springbok victory uh, mm-hmm. winning uh, the 2023 Rugby World Cup uh, retaining it back to back only the second team to ever done that and the record breaking uh, f- uh, fourth World Cup uh, victory uh, for the Springboks against New Zealand, uh, which of course still gave us a 100% win rate uh, over New Zealand in the Rugby World Cup uh, final, mm. specifically, and uh, certainly also just making history as the only team to have won it in four different decades. Uh, but in the most part, or certainly for the most part, this was a story of so many facets. I mean, when we remember the, the, the social media frenzy of, uh, you know, so many videos there from Elizabeth to the young boy, to come to him, and then and, and give him water as a result of, you know, uh, that, that, that semi-final more specifically that, 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 that really just you know drove us all crazy and had us on the edge of our seat uh, but what makes it so profound and the rallying call behind uh, you know this victory was the project when you think of the fact that uh, you know where South African rugby comes from uh, where players of color always had to find themselves fighting, itching and clawing. And, you know, from 2019, uh, now the director of rugby, Rassie Elasmus appointing Siakolisi as the captain. And, you know, the, 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 the role that that played in, in creating this team and not just a cohesive and well-oiled machine, but creating, you know, the sense of national pride and so far as creating a platform to to accept, you know, the, 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 the integration, to accept uh, the very diversity of our country and, and, and what it comes with. I mean, you all know Rassi having received so many threats upon his appointment, you know, with many thinking it was just a political move. But when you now look at the work that's been able to occur, what has come from this project and rebuilding, you know, what was was a very, uh, you know, very contentious sport from a race relations perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that makes this year's Rugby World Cup victory even that much more uh, of a, a sweet and, and a wonderful feat yeah. and, and celebration. And so, uh, for maybe 2023, uh, was uh, the rightful uh, 1995 Rugby World Cup <laughs> moment. Uh, and then, then we, we can simply just, you know, continue to give props to them for what they did, but certainly just you can't help but marvel at what the victory meant and means in so many other spheres. And yeah, it was just really that great. Sure.
It was a, a lovely moment uh, for the country. I think uh, something that we needed for the longest of time. Uh, a lot of people were talking about the bad, the bad, uh, the bad. Uh, but, uh, you know, this came through uh, with a sense of unity. It brought color. It brought life uh, into South Africa as we know it. Uh, we saw this tag, Sandile, stronger mm-hmm. together. It just really gained momentum. A lot of people uh, buying this regalia there uh, you know not wanting to uh, be left behind the book of fridays it was a thing so really we saw a wave that came out of this national team that did us proud yeah and especially i think towards the end from like the quarterfinals to mm. um the semifinals and the finals at some point um the regalia was finished uh, i think people started buying kids clothing yeah <laughs> because, <laughs> because they couldn't find their sizes anymore <laughs> so it was it was a really it was a great time to be to be a south african yeah. and we pride ourselves of them and their accomplishments yeah so we we need that maybe um, next year let's uh, you know have our fingers crossed for bafana bafana uh, to be that particular team uh, that really now brings this momentum and this unity through sports uh, that that we also needed as a country here sorry well. Well, uh, it's good to be. <laughs> <laughs> don't be that guy. Don't don't be don't, don't be that. Miracles, maybe yes, uh, we can believe in them. But one step at a time. I think one step at a time. But I certainly do believe. I think to that point, I certainly do believe and understand that. There's a great merit that comes with uh, to what you're saying, and um, the, we've seen, we know, it's been through '95, '96, uh, 2007, uh, to 2019, 2023. Um, we know there's something about sports that, that that's able to make us forget our ways, forget the problems. You know, the determination that comes with a group of people who are playing for. 60 million people, you know, who are fighting for their dreams and proving that their dreams can be able to equally fight for them. Uh, so, look, uh, in the name of patriotism and in the name of, of, of belief <laughs> and positivity, we, we should certainly hope for for that uh, positive outcome uh, for Bafana Bafana. And I think it goes without saying that we will support them. Uh, they, they, they've given the country a bit too many heartbreaks in the past for, mm. for, for, for us to fully be immersed there. But uh, out of fear of wanting to be that guy, I will definitely say we are hoping for those more positive aspects uh, coming from them and many of our other sporting codes in the new year. Yeah, man. Let, let's let's be positive, Chloe. Let, let's let, let's let's just hope that uh, you know this greatness that came out of the Springboks uh, will move on to other sporting coats uh, as well. And and Bafana Bafana will shock us in the coming year. But I want us to move uh, from the sporting fields to the courts and look at uh, what came out of uh, the courts in the year that was. No doubt that uh, this story of uh, Tabo Besta and Dr. Nandi Pama Gudumana is one for the history books uh, in terms of how it unfolded uh, 
taking us all the way uh, to outside of South Africa where they were nabbed, brought back into the country. We're told that, uh, you know, she was challenging the way she was brought back into South Africa from Tanzania. Uh, we're seeing her failing numerous times, Dr. Nandipa, to uh, secure bail in this uh, particular regard and uh, still touted as one of the masterminds in this brazen prison break. Uh, the uh, Nandipama Gudumana and Tabo Besta story, uh, one for the history books. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, <laughs> I didn't realize until actually looking back that this was one story that made 2023 look as though <laughs> it was the longest year ever because yeah. I only realized that, wow, this actually happened this year. And not only did it happen this year, it happened and it took us by storm. <laughs> so many other problems, but uh, certainly Facebook Grape, Tamukest, his great prison escape, which all started with a simple picture. Uh, that was retreated following an expose by ground up and you know that that that, that was a platform that is a platform of journalism mm-hmm. that really kind of revolutionized and really just you know stuck to its guns in terms of reporting and and, and journalism in our country and that one picture led to so many things unraveling uh, and they became people on the run and you know, the, the, the web, the, the, the intricate web that had been uh, woven by Bester and uh, Nandipa, easily being exposed each and every week, each and every day, which left so many of us gobsmacked. And whilst the trials, uh, you know, and the involvement and the accomplices have, have continuously been exposed as time has worn on, and whilst the... the, 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 the the hype that came with the arrest uh, back then uh, and now has certainly died down. This was really some people who took us by storm. Literally, they took us by storm for a good three months, if not four months of the year. And it's a story that really garnered a lot of attention on social media. It's a story that, you know, made us laugh when we clocked. Uh, some of the, the, their public appearances, uh-huh. you know, they looked at each other <laughs> they met in court and, you know, all the memes that came from that door. Uh, if he doesn't look at you like uh, the way Nandipa looks at Pestos and Molache, but in the greater scheme of things, when, when all these things came exposed, uh, it, it really left a bitter taste in, in our mm-hmm. mouths of the country when you look at the intricacies of how he was able to circumnavigate and circumvent uh, the system, really just exposing the the, 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 the lack of quality assurance and security measures in our correctional uh, services uh, system, you know, actually shining a light on privately run and owned correctional service facilities. And I think... It, 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 it really just left so many people with it. Who is it and who was a part of it? Uh, you know, with the understanding that 
such breaks could never have been done unless they knew uh, of, 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 of the power uh, that they yielded and, and, and yielded rather and the power that they, that they had behind them. So it really just created a, a understanding of our flawed uh, justice system, which we'd always been critical of, but certainly this was proof positive of why there was that constant uh, criticism surrounding our justice system. But I, as far as this story is concerned, uh, it goes without saying that Mandy uh, Palikabo really, uh, yeah, you know, we can, we, can, we can clap hands for them because, wow, they, they made us believe that we were in a mood like everything was quite literally. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you hated them, you loved them, <laughs> you, and, and there was a lot. And I think uh, this is one case that even in the uh, next year, uh, whenever it sits, uh, we'll find ourselves just glued to our screens just to see uh, how it goes and what what happens next. Because I don't think we had ever had uh, such a case in our country. Uh, they are the first, and we'll tend to wait and see how then. A lot of people tend to speak about them as a case study in terms of breaking from the prisons mm-hmm. or even accountability and how then we weigh uh, our law here and we weigh it with international law uh, and, and how that then applies because then she was extradited or brought back into the country and there was a lot of talk around how then do we treat this particular case where Dr. Nandi Pamagudumana is concerned. But another story uh, that grabbed our attention as we stay with the courts is the story of the Senzo Meiwa Mera trial. I mean, we're seeing a new judge as well uh, being appointed in this regard, Judge Arata Mukhwateng. Uh, we're seeing a lot of things developing within uh, this case. Now we have a trial uh, within a trial uh, that is taking place here. And a lot of people that are saying as well that, you know, we're still far from really getting to the bottom of what happened to Senzo Meiwa here. This is a, a story that you can't help but uh, like, you know, every other story, there's, there's, there's some lightheartedness we can find even in the midst of, um, you know, even in the midst of the chaos and the anger and frustration. But really, this is, a, as you rightfully say, a trial within a trial and certainly a process and a trial within a trial that has uh, you know, been long overdue to try and come to an end, but really just has served as a reminder of, you know, the scars that come uh, with our justice system, uh, with, 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 with all the inadequacies, but really these only were a trial, uh, which really investigates or has tried to, you know, pin. Uh, so much on, you know, the accused. Uh, it, 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 it really is. This is now uh, the ninth year since uh, he was passing a murder. Uh, we're going into year 10, and it seems that we are much further and then we are closer to reaching a certain level of conclusion. And this is a story that has certainly, after so many postponements and changes in judges and 
you know uh, what also occurred with, with, with advocate Malisela for uh, who was uh, the representative of the accused and you know his uh, his own notoriety uh, in, in in terms of everything really uh, it, 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 it really there were so many things that made this messier uh, of course uh, one of the recent testimonies by Kilikumala's uh, sister's and uh, which also holds uh, a lot of uh, confusion, a lot of anger and frustration, but it also just added uh, to the mess and, 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 and you know, bringing things to a greater level of difficulty to provide a conclusion. So this is one thing that has, uh, you know, long captured our attention and uh, it will probably do the same even in uh, the year, but really and truly one of the more saddest stories and so far as understanding the team that comes with that, understanding the, the challenge that comes with that, with the family still trying to just figure out where did we go wrong and then, 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 you know, just to find that level of closure. Uh, so next year marks 10 years and sure. years from there, uh, it will still, it will still create so many uncertainties and raise so many doubts uh, and raise so many doubts and that is uh, the sad reality and mm. this is something that will still be a massive talking point whether we like it or not in the new year and so we just need to brace ourselves for mm. more bombshells. I can't believe that next year we'll be saying 10 years later uh, we still don't know who then killed Senzo Meiwa here and uh, this court case will be playing out uh, yeah there's a lot a lot lot uh, that came out of that particular case and be hoping that uh, one day we really get to understand what really happened uh, in that particular fateful event. Tlori, I want us to leave it here, man, for uh, the year, for this particular Monday. Uh, just, yeah, thank you very much, man, for always coming through, for giving us your time uh, every single Monday, for helping us understand what is happening around us. Sometimes we come with stories. Uh, being, I'm a journalist myself, but I'll be like, oh, I missed that. And then I'll go back and then do a little bit of research here and there. Sometimes Times, uh, I'm sure it weighs very heavy because of the fact that we always the barriers of all of these bad things happening uh, across and around us. And sometimes you'd look for that positive story, uh, and it becomes very difficult. But we really appreciate you uh, adding on to the show, making it what it is, and uh, for you giving us your time in the year 2023. Thank you. So, so much. Uh, the pleasure, the honor, the blessing has always and continues to be mine. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. just for us to be able to shed light in these, uh, our godly hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To make, uh, you know, uh, make people aware, to be made able to just add to the conversation of enlightenment and growth of so many people uh, continues to be a blessing and an honor and it has been an amazing, amazing ride, and we look forward to what the new year brings. Uh, thank you for the love. Thank you just for being a part of this, you know, brilliant team. And difficult as it is, and as as, as dark as sometimes it may get, 
Uh, it still goes without saying that our country is a beautiful place and it definitely is still worth fighting for. So let us keep that good fight going. Thank you so, so much. Most definitely, man. It is a beautiful place. And uh, yeah, it, it becomes an even better place when you have young people like you uh, that are so patriotic and really, really look forward to always fighting to put our country uh, first. So thank you very much. Take care of yourself. Uh, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of it. Let's touch base uh, bright and early in the coming year, 2024. Uh, for the Monday installment of the Power Zone uh, for our first news wrap of the year. Thank you so much. Until then, be blessed, stay safe, and let's keep the love going. Thank you so much. See you oh. all in the Awesome, man. At LRK underscore Musue. Uh, that's our guest, Letonolotlohi uh, Musue. Do follow his work. Uh, he's available throughout the festive season. Uh, he'll keep you company as well on uh, the socials. We'll do it again uh, with him uh, just in the new year. As, of course, uh, this marks our last week together uh, here on uh, the Power Zone in terms of uh, the 2023 installment of uh, the Power Zone. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.